Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Shot and presumed dead, Billy the Kid cheats death and escapes from the law. Phineas Sproul, the ringmaster of a traveling freak show, tracks down the notorious outlaw and convinces him to join their show as cover to steal a treasure from Dr. Frankenstein. Billy accepts the deal, and along with the freaks, fights monsters and creatures of unknown origin, traveling across Europe and encountering history's most infamous beings in Billy the Kid's old-timey oddities. Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 123, Billy the Kid, old-timey oddities. My name is Eric. My name is Jason. How are you? Super duper. How are you? How are you? I'm on my... Oh, you weren't prepared for that one. No, I was not. (laughs) I do not enjoy that question. Oh. Ever. Oh. You know, everybody that walks in our store... You know, it's kind of like an American greeting. Yeah. How, are, how you? are you? Yeah. And you know, nobody ever wants. No to one wants to no, know. No. So, yeah, you just kind of go. Yeah, good. How are you? And they're like, yeah, good. Do you have uh, this? Uh, yeah. You know, and it's like, but every once in a while, someone's like, oh man. You're like, oh good. How are you? And you're like, oh man, I just. And it's like half an hour. I imagine that at your job, that that is actually the normal response. <laughs> The half an hour response. Yeah, there's a there's a, yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of people that I mean you know like I'm all for sharing you know get it out of your right, system. Right, right. But uh, there's a time and a place. There's time. There's a time and a place. Uh, there's uh, a certain peer group that uh, you should be sharing with. Right. Uh, and that would be your peers, not uh, the guy at the comic shop. Oh well, today. <laughs> Like, like, I swear I just thought of this. This wasn't, like, some bit where, like, I was like, hey, mention this so I can tell you about this story. There's no way I can No, this, uh, I was, I was walking, I walked outside to throw away my lunch trash today. There's right. a trash can, like, just around the corner. Right. And I walk outside to throw it away, and I literally bump into a lady. Like, she's, like, stumbling on the sidewalk. Uh, she, I'll just say she works at one of the neighboring, uh, uh, stores okay. and in the strip, um, and she like is clearly drunk. And this is like three thirty, four o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, <laughs> can I can I guess the store? Uh, I, I will I will nod or shake my head. Okay. Uh, but wait a minute. If if you stop guessing there, they might they might know. So uh, um, if you it, it's not if Christopher. You, if you nod. I will give two more guesses. Okay. All oh, right. nice. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, dollar store. Uh, <laughs> uh, beauty salon. Um, vacuum cleaner sales repair thingy. No. Uh, um, One more and then you have to give up. All right, um, nail place. 
Good guess. But all right, all right, I give up. Okay. <laughs> so, so I bump into drunk lady, and she's, you know, I'd say pushing 50 years old. And, uh, and, uh, she's like, oh, my husband is coming up here. He is so pissed. We're getting a divorce. I'm going through this divorce. Here's what happened. <laughs> and then she just, like, spills it all. Like, I know everything. I know way more. I swear I know more about her personal life. Uh, I just found, I mean, I just learned her name today. And I know more about her personal life than I do lots of my relatives that live in this town. Wow. Yeah. It sucked. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, like, I felt bad for her because she's in this bad situation. Right. And, and, you know, and it ended with her going, and if you hear me beating on the walls, please call the cops. Like, literally. Wow. That was how. All right. Yeah. But, yeah, that's one of those situations <laughs> where you're like, how you doing? You know. And, uh, people, like, you, you don't, I mean, like I said, it's good to, maybe she doesn't have anybody to get that out for, but, you know, you gotta find the right person to, to spill that kind of stuff. Right. Somebody whose name you know, maybe it would be a good one. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Other than I'm, that. I'm, uh, glad it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> how would, how would you've, uh, handled that one? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess it all depends on how you handled it. Uh, did you do a lot of uh-huhs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot okay. of uh-huhs. And uh, a lot of, did you, did you try to back off a few times? Yeah. Like, uh, you gotta she, go back in, you know. Oh, she followed me into the store. Really? Yes. Really? Yeah. Really? And then when she started crying, she asked me to hug her. And I did. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was sad. Like, oh, but wow. she was drunk, so she probably doesn't even remember it now. Right, right. Oh. And I say that line every week, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh. Uh. Wow, I don't think there's then any possible way you could have gotten out of that. Yeah, I know. You were right? just trapped. Well, I, I, per- I think anybody would have just been trapped. I, and I wasn't even the only employee working, so it, so even though there was like two customers in there... I wasn't like, oh, I gotta go help them because clearly they were being helped by the other guy, right, you know. Right. So it was just like, yeah, I feel. I mean, hopefully she's, you know, everything's patched up and you know they're getting back together and they they're stronger because of it. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Uh, at least you don't have to see her till Wednesday now. That's true. Uh-huh. Yeah. She'll be so sober by then that she won't even remember who I am. Or continuing the drunk from today. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's possible. Yeah. There, this is Dayton, Ohio. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. You can all hours. There's <laughs> somewhere you can go. I don't think that, but uh, oh, there's got to be. Uh, <laughs> like on the north side, <laughs> Bob Pollard hasn't left here for yeah, a reason. That's true. That is true. He could go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. No, I'm fine. I, just, right. I just hope she's okay. But anyway, no, you know, I don't want to bring it bring it down a notch. Yeah, right? who cares? Yeah. We're making fun of white trash. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, this oh. is what we do on this show. Yeah, white trash and Magic the Gathering players, which is interchangeable. Oh yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I don't have anything nearly as exciting still. Oh, well. 
<laughs> it looks like you've just killed a man. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, may or may not be wearing a bloodstained shirt. Yeah. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> it's Monday. It's Monday. You know, I got a case of the Mondays. Oh. Yeah, just like Garfield. Your, your favorite kitty. Yeah. Max? Yeah. Yeah, Max. Max. Max is kind of like Garfield. He's, he's like the uh, actual real life. Yeah. He's as chunky. I don't, bigger. I don't yeah. know if he eats the lasagna. He doesn't eat the lasagna, but uh, almost everything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything in sight. Yeah, he has yeah. a big, big fluffy, uh, round furball. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. awesome. Uh, spends, uh, I would say 60% of his day sleeping, and then the other 40% eating. You gotta respect that. Yeah, it's a life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a life to have. If you can find somebody to, to keep you in that life, yeah. you go for it. Yeah. Uh, my uh, my Facebook friends will be able to uh, see pictures of Max eventually. Oh, yeah? Because I'll be taking tons of fucking pictures of him with my fancy phone. Oh, yeah. You got a fancy phone. See? There's some. Yeah. You got an exciting thing. Life's full of excitement. Yeah, I'm taking pictures of cats. Yeah! Who does I'm that? 87 year old. <laughs> no one else does that? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll put some funny captions on Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh man. Uh, uh, let's get into this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of stuff to talk we about. We doubled up. Yeah. We've never done that. No, we have not. We've read a twelve issue series before. Yeah. And we've read some eight issue series. We, we read a, we read an anthology that's as big as a twister board. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, this is the first time we've done, uh, two series combined as one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for one, I'm glad that we did. Yeah? Yeah. Because they, they go fast, they go fast. Uh, they did go pretty fast. And also, it was, uh, nice to reread that first series to, uh, uh, remember it at all. Feel a little background. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I would have been completely lost had I just, uh. I think I would have too. No, oh, you definitely, since yeah. you had never read the, uh, the first series at all. So, uh, it, it, it helped. Uh, Billy the Kids, old time oddities. Old timey oddities. Old timey, yeah. Ah, <sighs> fucking Eric Powell. This crazy, crazy titles. He is a nut job, that you one. Oh, Billy the Kids, old timey oddities. The goon. <laughs> Buzzard. Buzzard. Godzilla. Godzilla. Man. <clears throat> Pardon me. Which also just came out this past week. From IDW. IDW. The fine folks over there. They are they're, fine folks. They're doing a good job. They are doing a good job. Did you know that they're publishing a Thor comic? No. Yeah. Like, uh, based on the mythos. No. Not, really? Walt Simonson's Thor comics. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. How's, <laughs> how is that legal? <clears throat> Apparently... They are going to be printing a 11 by 17 hardcover, which collects, I think, uh, like about 16 issues of his uh, Thor oh, run. cool. Yeah. In black and white, the original art. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. I guess, uh, I guess this is a thing that they're going to be doing. They're going to be publishing, like, you know, comics 
shot from the originals. Wow. You know, and then uncolored. I'd be curious to see which ones they do. But I guess, uh, I think they did, uh, you know, that Rocketeer book that we reviewed, I guess they reprinted that in that format. Okay. Black and white? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. You know, full page size. Wow. And uh, I guess this Thor thing is going to be the next one they do. Wow. In July. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I'll pick that one up for myself, even though I do love the Simonson Thor stuff. Right. But uh, I'm very curious to see which other ones they do. Yeah, yeah. Could be interesting. Could be interesting. I'm imagining that they're pricing. Yeah. Yeah, they do a lot of nice hardcovers, but they usually they they have some tags on them. Yeah. Even the, like those uh, Ashley Wood art books, or I think even Sam Keith had a couple art books published in them that are only like 90 pages, but they're $40. 40 bucks or something. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <clears throat> Yeah. But, you know, they're a small company. Quality, quality product. Quality products, mostly. They're at least quality printed. Mm-hmm. You know, content-wise, that's uh, up to you, the reader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you like uh, Transformers, I guess, then, you know. Yeah, and who, you. and who would G.I. Joe, zombies. They do a lot of zombie things. But, yeah, they've got the whole, that whole infestation storyline now with... Yeah. Ghostbusters and Transformers and uh, G.I. Joes and Star Trek all in the yeah. same comic. That's nuts. That's weird. That's nuts. Weird. Yeah. But, well, good for them. <clears throat> yeah. A nerdgasm, that, that one is. <clears throat> excuse me. You're totally excused. Um, yeah, they got that uh, the Godzilla book that Eric Power wrote that uh, came out this past week. Um, where was... The Mavericks. The, the Mavericks variant. I saw that there was a Superfly comics uh, variant and a Bell Book and comic variant. Yeah, bookery most likely had to I, do it. I I didn't see one. I looked for they a Booker. Had to have. I yeah. I didn't see it in there. That huh. was so weird. Of all the stores in Dayton, Not right? They I know. had to have. Well, they hate stuff like that. Yeah, okay. They they like Silver Age over there. <laughs> Godzilla wasn't around. The, well, comic Godzilla comics Godzilla weren't around. Godzilla comics weren't. But. Godzilla himself. Uh, he was before the Silver Age. Yeah, the Silver he's a yeah. Golden Age character. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I didn't even know about that. Apparently, there's a promotion, folks, where you could pay some uh, ungodly amount of money. Probably. I think it was you had to order like a thousand copies or something uh, like that, and then you got like you know uh, a number of those were you know. Or even included, like on top of all that, was you know the uh, the incentive cover win, which shows Godzilla crushing your comic store. That's insane because I looked and there's like sixty something of them. There was, I believe, eighty. Wow, was it really? Yeah. I and, and I know, like, I saw the template where there's just like this, you know, a fourth of the cover is white. Right. Yeah. But that's insane, though, that, yeah. that they had that many different. Uh, well, I think what happened was. Uh, like, like it was a contest of some sort, and they pretty much only expected one comic shop to do it. Right. And then, 80. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so that book is going to be worthless, basically, oh, yeah. is what you're saying. Uh, I think even at the time, I, I, I posted on, like, Twitter that, uh, you know, I look forward to buying this for a quarter. In yeah. Months. Yeah. <laughs> well, the most insane part is, uh... They are sold out because we tried to reorder. I mean, we only got like six or seven of them or right. something. 
Uh, and we did sell out, so we tried to reorder some more, and it's they're already on a second printing, which doesn't come out for like three or four weeks. But right, they probably just had to. They could barely meet the demand for the stores that ordered the right, large quantities. Yeah, yeah. But if we were smart, like now knowing that, uh, I thought it was you had to pay them a lot of money. But I can just go trolling on uh, eBay and probably buy them like five copies for a dollar. So. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I bought one at yeah. full price. I should have waited. Was it good? <laughs> uh, I have not read it. Okay. I was busy reading Billy the Kid. Oh, yeah. Billy Old the Kid. Little timeies. That's right. I forgot we weren't reviewing Godzilla. <laughs> no, we were not. <laughs> I mean, we were. Uh, we weren't we were. supposed to be. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, the, you know, there's the connection. Eric Powell, who yeah. uh, wrote uh, this book. And drew some also, of the covers. Also wrote uh, Godzilla. Yeah, he drew, I think he drew all the covers, didn't he? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That one's a hot cover. Oh, uh, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, my, like every other one for the last series. Or maybe, I think they did two covers two for covers, each book, yeah. yeah. I love uh, I love Kyle Hotz. I'm gonna get that out of the way. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to actually pronounce his name. I, I've heard Hotz and I've heard Hotz. I've heard Holt. That's bizarre. Yeah. And I think it was him that told me. Well, he's wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's why. Yeah. I mean, if anybody <laughs> if anybody wouldn't know, clearly it would be him. Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't know? Yeah. No. If he says Holt, then gosh darn it, yeah. I guess it's Holt. But if he but said, there's a Z and there's no L yeah. in his name. Um, well, if you look, if you cover up the left part of the Z, <laughs> it looks like an L that's falling apart. <laughs> Maybe that's what he was thinking. Could be. Could yeah. be. Either way, he is a damn fine artist. He is a damn fine artist. He could call himself whatever he wants. Uh, I'm with you. On he that. could pronounce it Zazaboo. Sure. <laughs> I would be like, you are right, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that said, uh, I think Eric Powell's better. Really? Oh, yeah. No, not me. Oh, yeah. Oh, buddy. I, I love Kyle Holt. Hots. Hoats. Whatever. Zazaboo. Zazaboo. Let's just call him that from now on. Kyle Zazaboo. <laughs> oh. I love Kyle Zazaboo. I have for a very long time, even uh, before I knew that he was uh, from around these parts. He is from around these parts. Uh, now oh, Eric Powell is better. Oh, it's not a contest. They can both be awesome. Uh, they're both awesome. Yeah. I think Eric Powell's bad. See, I think Eric Powell has a... <clears throat> I've never seen Kyle Zazabu do much different with his art uh, than what he usually does. Okay, okay, I see. Like, like he's, he's changed it up a little bit. He's gotten uh, a lot more cartoony uh, as yeah. the years pass, which is cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, Eric Powell can do painted, he can do ink wash, he can do strict pencils, he can do traditional comic stuff. Eric Powell is a fucking genius madman. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I'll agree. Uh, I will say Eric Powell, I think, is a more versatile artist, probably. Um, because he's clearly really, really good at, like you said, many different styles. Um, but Kyle's stuff, seriously, it, like, I've been, I've been reading this stuff, uh, for a long time and, and like following it and it's sort of, like you said, it, 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 it has like the same style, but it's just slowly progressing and tweaking. Right. And I fucking love it so much right now. Like, 
like it, it like this is some of my favorite thing like i a few years ago like years i don't know how many years ago he did a man thing series for marvel and right. i thought it was amazing like i just would stare at those panels and i loved right. it and then i saw I some that book only for the art oh me too yeah. never read it i read it yeah. but i mean yeah there, yeah, <laughs> the story the the story it was readable I thought but the art was just amazing and then I saw I forget which book it was because I only saw the original art with no word balloons or anything on it at an art show around here it was for I think it was Criminal Macabre did he do that uh, he's done some of that yeah that blew me away too but I think this was especially the second series the most recent one yeah um I think it's some of the best stuff I've ever seen by him oh, it's pretty amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, I'm not shitting on him. Yeah. I'm no, not shitting on him. Oh, I totally see it. But, you know, I'm just saying that uh, I would have liked all my covers to be Eric Powell covers. Oh, you're, so you're talking about the covers. Yeah. You you weren't saying, like, you wish the inside was drawn. No, no, not at all. Okay, okay. Not at all. Okay, well, that's what I thought you were going with that. No. Uh, yeah, and, okay, let me reverse this. Uh-huh. I love Eric Powell art. I don't think he's suited to draw this book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. Maybe, uh, well, if you come in Mavericks, I know we have <clears throat> a couple of these left. Like, I know for sure, because I was flipping through our back issues yeah. one after I read some of these. And uh, we have, I know that for sure there is an Eric Powell cover that I don't see here. Okay. So we could switch it out for you, <laughs> for the for the Kyle Zazabu. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, so you hated the book. I fucking loved it. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. It sounded like something uh that could have been all right. But it, it could have gone terribly wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded like like if if I described this to someone, you know, like, yeah, there's Billy the Kid and there's a you know, a traveling circus show and there's right. monsters and you'd be like, That sounds like a little much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like tone it down, people. Yeah. It totally works. Totally. Yeah. Completely. Uh, my biggest, uh, surprise with it is, uh, cause, you know, like you said, the way you, you would describe it to someone, uh, it does sound like it's so over the top and just, uh, crazy wacky whack. Yeah. And that, uh, but like within all of that, he still actually kind of fits it within context of history. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like things are like, things are fucked up. I mean, they, they, in the first uh, miniseries, they travel to Germany uh, to uh, track down Dr. Frankenstein, who has uh, some sort of, uh, uh, was it the Golem's Heart or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Which uh, gives Dr. Frankenstein the ability to reanimate the dead. Right. And create all sorts of Lovecraftian monsters. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's like, uh, Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. It is like Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, oh, uh, I don't know what the fuck I hate. <laughs> you get, get a little, uh, get a little, uh, subway coming back or something? It, I had, I had cereal. Cereal? Wow. Okay. I had, uh, honey nut Cheerios. Ooh. Oh, it's the honey. Maybe, perhaps it's the nut. Uh, yeah, nuts make me, make me, uh, gas. A little yeah. reflux, a little reflux. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm burping, no. just in case nobody could tell. Yeah, just throwing that out there. Uh, what was I saying? All the Lovecraftian yeah, monsters, but uh, like within the whole thing, like like it's still actually fairly faithful to to the legend of Billy the Kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, yeah, that, I mean, I mean, clearly, I, I don't know firsthand, I'm based on my ability to get knowledge upon, like, movies like Young Guns and, right, like, right, yeah. stories I read when I was in, you know, junior high school, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of the same things you hear throughout the years, uh, like about, you know, the, his run-ins and his, the methods of escape and whatever, right, and, a lot uh, of that's in here. Apparently, also, uh, it was widely believed that, uh, he faked his death. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that plays into the essential plot of the first series anyway. Right. And then uh, with the second series, we get, you know, uh, the Jack the Ripper murders, and we get uh, the Elephant Man. Yeah. And they're all super exaggerated. And, and Oh, um, I love the Elephant Man. It's That's... amazing. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You know, I, I mean, I, this isn't the first comic I've read that had Jack the Ripper and the Elephant Man in it, so right, I was like, yeah. oh, this again. But it's the better one. Oh, Ooh, yes. Yeah. yes. Yes. No, no. Yes. No. The other one's way better. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, uh, but this Elephant Man is way better. Oh, like, yeah. when I flip the page, because it's one of those things where, you know, you know, as a comic artist, and everybody that listens is, I think there's only four of you out there. Right, yeah. But, uh, you know, how you plan things out where, you know, certain pa- panels are going to be on the, the page after you turn it. <clears throat> right. uh, this is one of those where you reveal the elephant man after you turn the page, and it's a pretty awesome, reveal. awesome yeah. splash page of the elephant man. <clears throat> Very well drawn. Very well indeed. Uh, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, it... The whole series just could have gone in a way off the uh, way off the board direction, and, and just probably suffer for it. But oh, the yeah. fact that like there's even just like uh, the tiniest of string to to tether it to reality, I think helps. Yeah. Oh yeah, completely. I think that's why it works. Because <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there's so much outlandish characters and situations that right. it would just sound like they're trying too hard. If if right. it if it wasn't grounded in reality somehow, yeah, I think you're right. I hadn't thought about it that way. Well, I've been also uh, after I <clears throat> passed these off to you, I picked up a trade paperback that I've been kind of reading, the uh, the Strange Adventures of H.P. Lovecraft. Okay, and that's another book that I thought could totally go off in that sort of. You know, oh, it's going to treat H.P. Lovecraft as if he was, like, some sort of uh, adventurous guy who actually found all these creatures and monsters and then wrote about them later. Ha, ha. But, in fact, it actually turns out that uh, the book is about the real H.P. Lovecraft who, uh, you know, was sort of a antisocial, awkward shut-in who couldn't relate to human beings and lived with his two oppressive aunts and had a history of, you know, mental instability in his family, but then adds, like, the fantastical element of, like, the monsters to that. Like, in his his reality. Right, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's another one of those books that could have... You know, totally failed. Right. But, Just veered off. Right, but they, they treated it mm. correctly, like, you know, and uh, made it work. That's awesome. Yeah. See, that's, now oh, that's what you need to do, people. <sighs> Make it work. Yeah. 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 Gotta focus on putting out a quality product. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we, we don't hear enough people say that these days. <laughs> um, c- comparing the two, two, yeah. Uh, the two miniseries, The Old Timey Oddities and The Old Timey Oddities and The Ghastly Fiend of London. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, nothing, yeah, and we were just talking about <laughs> how great Eric Powell is. <laughs> um, like, 
Oh my gosh. Now they're all mixed up. I just dropped them all. Um, it's like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> How is it like Humpty Because um, you can't put it back together. The, uh, the one thing I will say is, uh, he should always let Dan Brown do the coloring. Because the, uh, the first series is not, not bad. Like, you know, like it's, right. you know, it looks neat or, or whatever. But the second series is beautifully colored. Yeah. I mean, Dan Brown, whoever you are, Genius. The guy that wrote, uh, isn't he the guy that wrote, uh, the, uh, the Da Vinci Code? Dan Brown, yeah. yeah. I, think, I don't know. I've never, <laughs> I've never, I, I, I saw the one night show. Have I, but I am culturally aware, Jason. <laughs> I don't like to be culturally aware. There's, just, there's too many, uh, just, you know, just expectations and. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, uh, you're totally right. The, the second, second yeah, series yeah, of the yeah, color. It's better colored and, you know, nothing against Eric Powell, but, uh, you know, I mean, he, he's a decent painter, but, mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, yeah, he's a really awesome. But, uh, painter. you know, maybe like straight up just comic book coloring is something that he didn't have a full grasp on. Right. Well, obviously he was maybe. like, oh, let somebody else color the second one. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure he's busy. Oh, yeah. What's he doing? Writing Godzilla? Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Working on the movie? Godzilla movie? Or, uh, Goon, Goon, Goon movie. movie. I don't know if he's working on the Goon movie, but, uh, you know, he's got the Goon comic coming right. out back again. Uh, a second Satan sodomy, baby. Oh, nice. Uh, covers for uh, the Death Clock comic. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah, he's a busy dude. Yeah, yeah. Good for him, too. Good for he him. deserves it. He does. Proponent of uh, creator's rights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like to hear that. Supporting, uh, you know, uh, creator-owned comics. Like we did this episode with Billy the Kid's old-timey oddities. <laughs> and Billy the Kid's old-timey oddities, the ghastly fiend of London. And and that, what do you what do you think of that? Uh, we Didn't we read a one-shot, too, in the middle there? Uh, we read uh, the oh, backup stories. The backup stories. It could have been a one-shot if they put yeah, them all together. Yeah. That, was, that was pretty cool, too. Mm-hmm. I like how... They all, they all are fun. I mean, these are really fun comics. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, that's the feeling I get from them. But they are fucking spooky. Like, especially, I think the, uh, the one that was in the Buzzard backup feature, um, it doesn't have a name, I don't think. No, I don't think so. But yeah, that one was, that was, that was oh, the Pit of Horrors. Oh, okay. Cool. That was a little spooky. Yeah. Makes me gonna, I'm gonna think twice next time I'm riding a horse through the woods. Alright, alright. You know? Would you often find yourself doing? Every other weekend. Right, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not too much. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think when you start off with the concept that, uh, Billy the Kid is going to join a traveling freak show and then hunt down supernatural entities, it, you kind of have to make it fun. Yeah. And if you don't, then you've failed at your job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could I could see this uh, being not so great by right. certain writers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for some reason, I don't know, it just popped into my head. Uh, it makes me think like the, the, the opposite of this would be something like uh, those grim fairy tale comics. Oh, yeah. Like with through the like the Alice in Wonderland type things and yeah, it's all like super serious and gothy, pseudo realistically drawn. Right. Like it's not quite cartoony, but you know it's not like right. photo rendering either. It's like Ed Bennis, yeah. you know, that type of you know 
show the woman's ass and tits on you know the, on the, the same, same shot. Yeah, yeah. right. But uh, treat it so seriously, and everything's dark and violent and. And yeah, like, this is pretty violent, and th- there's some... Oh, it's super dark, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, like, certain pages, if you just saw the page by itself, you're like, man, this is going to be one heavy comic. Right. You know, there's, like, entrails and, like, dead hookers and, <laughs> you know, and you know, nobody's laughing, and why no, would you no, be? Yeah. But but then you, you know, keep reading it, and it's it's fun and weird and... Right. Yeah, it's such a fun comic. Um, maybe it's just because uh, I read it more recently that uh, the second series sticks out in my head more uh but they're they're in that one i think uh, even more so than uh <clears throat> the first series has a lot more elements kind of mishmashed in yeah it. yeah uh but all totally works mm-hmm. you know like 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 we said it's uh, jack the ripper it's uh you know, uh, the Elephant Man, uh, then we get, uh, like, a little bit of Dracula thrown in there. Yeah. Probably teasing for, uh, hopefully, the next series. Uh, well, I think the next one's going to... Uh, there's a little bit of Loch Ness monster, but maybe... Right. I mean, they always do a couple they things. they sort of tied that into the Dracula thing, yeah. too, so... Yeah, I guess they had the neck thing. Right, right. Uh, <coughs> uh, but then, like, we also get a little bit of uh, Jekyll and Hyde in there. Yeah, uh, you know, and I thought that was a great way to handle that. That was awesome. I don't want to spoil any of that. Yeah, the Jekyll and Hyde part was some of the 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 best uh, like characterization in the in, right. the in the series. But uh, it, yeah, it's just a ton of fun. And, and uh, <clears throat> uh, oh, uh, there's a there's a really like there's a lot of nods and like you said to uh, you know, like you know. Uh, Frankenstein and Dracula and a lot of classic stuff. And the first series, I swear, is it was it just me? It was the innkeeper was supposed to be Alfred Hitchcock, wasn't it? Do you remember oh, him? I don't know. Um, there, there's a scene where if, <clears throat> if someone hadn't just mixed all these together, it would <laughs> easier to find. But there's a scene where they they when they're traveling to Germany, they oh yeah, here it is. Wow, the uh, the inn the innkeeper when he turns around to talk to him. Isn't it? Is that Alfred Hitchcock? It looks. It looks a lot like him to me, like a like a little zombified, like weird looking Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, I wouldn't put it that. No, no, you don't think so. If anything, more like Billy Barty. Who's Billy Barty? He played Igor in Young Frankenstein. Okay. (laughs) Oh, actually, no. Billy Barty. Uh, that's Marty Feldman. Billy Barty is. Uh, he was in another Mel Brooks movie, but I can't remember what right now. Was he, uh... He's kind of midgety. He's got, like, one fucked up eye. And... Oh, that was John Candy in Spaceballs. <laughs> now you're thinking of Bill Pullman. Oh, oh yeah. From Independence Day? <laughs> yeah. That's not a Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> uh, but, no. Either way, I don't think this looks like Alfred. Oh, okay. But, uh, I don't know if it's in this issue or not. Uh, it is not. I believe it's in the next one, issue three. Oh, of the uh, of the of first the, one for the first series. Why? Why are these all out of order? <laughs> I'm looking through this pile of comics here. Um. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Frankenstein gets introduced, uh, and he looks like Peter Cushing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and that is awesome. <laughs> 
because he bled Dr. Frankenstein numerous times. And, uh, and of course, for, for you nerds, Grand Moff Tarkin. Oh, the Grand Moff. Wasn't, um, like, the, the guy, the guy in the, uh, like the sort of Jekyll Hyde guy. Yeah. I th- does he, he goes by H.H. H. Holmes, right? Yeah. I didn't get that part. I think that is, like, I haven't looked it up or anything. I'm pretty sure that was another serial killer. Okay. Like, I think he's the guy that, maybe I'm mixing him up with somebody, but I'm pretty sure he's the guy that, uh, basically turned his, his mansion into a. Oh, in Chicago? Killing machine. Was that him? Because, because he's American. Really sounds you're familiar. He's American in this. Like, is he? Yeah, because, uh, the, the, the Sproul or whatever he's got. Right, the, right. He says, like, oh, you're excellent. You're American too. And he's like, yes, I'm traveling. So I'm thinking, I wonder if they're trying to say, you know, spoiler, Jack the Ripper and H.H. H. Holmes was the same guy oh, like wow. in different countries. You know, now that I think you're, now that you bring that up, I actually think that may have actually been a theory at one point. Really? That okay. After the, uh, maybe before, I don't know. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Because, Oosh. because, uh, yeah, I don't think they, the murders happened at the same time, but I don't, right, I don't right. know how far apart they were, though. Yeah. But no, yeah, now that you, you've mentioned that, that does sound super familiar, though. So, like, that's, that's another cool thing about this. Like you said, they, they just keep weaving in all these things from, you know, reality and history. Right. And then, like, fictionalizing it and running with it. And right. Amping it up. Uh, also of the, uh, the, uh, Jekyll Hyde, uh, situation, you know, the Jekyll is this H.H. H. Holmes Hyde shows up. Uh, and like Billy the Kid keeps calling him like a shaved ape. Mm-hmm. Uh, reminded me of the murders in the Rue Morgue. The uh-huh. Edgar Allan Poe story. Uh-huh. In which, uh, basically this, uh, shaved semi-intelligent ape goes around killing prostitutes in a Jack the Ripper fashion. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't think I've ever read that one. Yeah. Wow, so it's it's a bunch of things. Yeah, it's a cornucopia yeah. of, <clears throat> of bloody fun. It is. That's a great description. Yeah. That's a fantastic <laughs> description. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. How weird is that? That is awesome. <laughs> uh, Billy the Kid just popped up on his screensaver. Yeah. What do you think of uh, the supporting freaks? Um, I think... I, well, I won't say who, but I was surprised they killed one pretty, pretty early on. Right, right. That was, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, it almost seems like he was writing, uh, situations for them to not be included in the story. Right. Like he was like, uh, let's have them all, like, take a nap now. Right. Other than Billy and, you know. Right. Maybe one other. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think it seems like one of those things that he wants this cast of characters to be familiar and to all be cohesive into one group. Right. But maybe like as the miniseries progress, you know, each one will become more prominent or whatever. Right. And he's also shown though, at least that, uh, he's not terribly afraid of killing them off. Either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, uh, I don't think any of them die in the, the second series. Do they? No, I don't believe so. No, but, uh, the one, uh, gets, uh, taken away. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Towards yeah. at the end of uh, the second series, uh, which again, hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed. Hopefully, it also won't take another six years to to put out. Has it been a long time? Uh, the first series came out in two thousand five. Okay. 
Wow. Um, the second series, I think, just, just finished wrapping up. Yeah, I think the the trade paperback is in the brand new previews right. for it. So yeah, it must have just ended. Uh, but you know, Kyle Haas, Holt, Z- Z- what, what was it? Uh, Zabu. I don't know. I can't remember. Let's call him Kyle. Yeah. Right. Uh, K H K H K H. Yeah. There we go. Uh, I think he's done a bunch of other stuff mm-hmm. uh, between. Those series. Oh yeah, he's been he's been a busy dude. He, yeah. he is awesome too. Like uh I don't know if I ever told this on here, but years ago he used to shop at our, our right. store. I mean he had a file there, I mean he bought all his books there. Right. I had no idea who he was. Right. And uh He was just the big ass dude with the dog. Yeah, he always brought his little little pug, pug. was it a pug yeah. in? Yeah. And uh he was he's built, you know yeah, he's like seven foot tall. I heard he's nine. <laughs> Let's build up his legend. Right. Yeah, I heard he's not actually nine feet tall. Right. He always used to crawl around when he's he was ten foot tall, and he's bulletproof. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's got acid for blood. Yeah. Um. No, but I remember this time. This is so awkward because he, he, there was you know the company that did Poison Elves and Cry for Dawn, uh-huh. Sirius yeah. or Sirius. Cyrus or whatever. Um. They put out Mosaic. Yeah. The, the mini series that he did. He wrote Andrew. Right. Which is amazing. Would, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is amazing. And, uh. And totally holds up. Yeah. Right? Like two years ago. It's great still. It's one of the handful of things I've reread, but it, it's still been like close yeah, to 10 yeah. years since I read it. Cause yeah, this was like, I don't know what year it came out. Ni- late nineties probably. Uh, I know when I worked there, it was like 2001 and I think we had copies of the trade paper. Yeah. And the guy had to sign one for me. But- yeah, and, and he was in there, and I swear this happened. Uh, yeah, we, we maybe, we maybe ordered like five copies of the first issue. Right. And, you know, we ordered two months ahead of time. By the time it got to like the third issue, we realized we're only selling like two or three of them. Right. So we cut our order back, uh, to whatever we sold of number one, right. which was probably like three copies or something. So anyway, he comes in. Uh, I think it's like when number three comes out and he's like, he's like, do you have a, did you get a copy of Mosaic, uh, this week? And I was like, I was like, ah, oh, we, we, you know, I had no idea who he was at right, this time. Right, right. And I was like, ah, oh, we actually cut our order. I was like, it, it wasn't really selling that, that great. So, you know, we still had a couple copies of number one and two leftovers. So, you know, we just, yeah. we just don't really order more than we're selling right now. And he's like, oh, okay. And then, uh. He was cool about it. He didn't say, right, right. "Well, actually, Dick." You know, right. like he didn't do any of that. Well, you know, he he's got to know that uh, you know you're in business. Yeah. You know, if nobody's buying it, then you know, he he has to kind of know. Right. It may kill his soul. Yeah. <laughs> and then once I found out who, because I mean, I didn't even bother to say, "Oh, I like it," and right, I've been right, buying yeah. it because I was I bought the single issues. Right. Uh, I didn't bother to say that because I didn't know that he was the man. Oh, right. It. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so I felt bad though. I felt bad like years later when I found out it was him. And, uh, right. and, uh, and once I did know that he was Kyle Hotz, like, uh, you know, he was doing Hulk at the time. Right. Which was awesome. Yeah. And I had him sign a copy for me. He was nice about it. He wasn't like, you know, he didn't stop coming there. And right, so. right. Yeah. Well, eventually he did. He did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think, was I that, uh, around the time when, uh, was that the issue where Hulk was in Fairborn? Yeah. 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 yeah that was awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, he's like, he, yeah, because he started out. I know he drew like some stuff for Ultraverse, like Nightman or something. He did draw Nightman. Uh, girl I was dating at the time was a big Nightman fan. 
And when she found out that Kyle Hotz, uh, like, shopped at Mavericks, like, she had me trick down, like, back issues of Nightman. Right. And I think we only had, like, two. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, yeah, because, again, Mr. Hotz, it doesn't sell. Or, uh, uh, <laughs> actually, just a couple days ago, this kid was in Mavericks with his dad, like, a little five-year-old, four-year-old kid. And, uh... And he was, he was picking out toys, cause we have a bunch of like loose action figures and Mavericks, uh, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, half of them are yours. Uh, <laughs> but they, but they kid, well no, cause this kid bought all of them. But one of the <laughs> figures he bought, he's like, I want that guy! Actually, this was the only toy he bought. And, uh, he was pointed, it Nightman? It was Nightman, yes. yeah. He, was that yours? Uh, no, no, okay. but I had seen Nightman in there. He was like, I want that guy! And I reached the pole and I was like, you mean this guy here with the red hair? And he was like, yeah. And his dad was like, I don't even know who that is! And I was like, that's Nightman. <laughs> and and the kid was like, yeah, all right, Nightman. <laughs> and I was like, yes, maybe he'll go out and buy the comics and mm-hmm. you know, he'll be, fall in love with the artwork and eventually he will be reading Billy the Kid's yeah. old-timey oddities. Or maybe he'll watch uh, It's Always Sunday in Philadelphia, the episode The Nightman Cometh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ultraverse totally should sued. They could have got back in the publishing world. <laughs> Marvel owns them, I think. Do they really? Yeah. Why don't they use this game? I don't know. They should bring them back. Yeah. Because they bought the the whole Malibu thing just so they would get the uh, computer coloring. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I know Brevere is coming back. Is that part of Malibu, too? Uh, It was part of Malibu, but Images published it. I mean, it was creator-owned. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah. Jim Starlin is bringing Brevere back. Yeah, but yeah. I don't... Was it Image, though, that's doing it? I think... Maybe that or Dark Horse. Okay. Yeah, or maybe, hell, it could be IDW, it could be Boom, I don't know. Hmm. Oh, might, might have been those guys at Bioware Comics. That could was be. Probably who it was. Uh, yeah, they should, uh, they should bring, I mean, they're bringing back fucking CrossGen. And Atlas? And, well, not Marvel. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But, all these, but all these old things are coming back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I almost picked up, uh, the, uh, Grim Ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I saw Kelly Jones had something to do with it. I think just to the cover. I think he inked it, maybe. Oh, did it? Yeah. Which uh, Kyle Hotz is uh, good friends with Kelly Jones, also highly influenced by Kelly Jones. Yeah, that's another good point. I think like that was like his mentor. That's one of those cases where he's surpassed. He has yeah. gone above and beyond, and I, I don't think he would ever. Say like yeah, I have because yeah, like yeah. that's his hero, right? And I love Kelly Jones too. I mean, he's great, yeah. but I totally think Kyle figured out what he was doing and added his own f- flair to it, and right. it's it's he's surpassed his his master. Oh yeah, and of course Kelly Jones is awesome too. Oh yeah, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff all around. Ah, <sighs> well. Yeah. I think we, we killed, we kicked this butt, book's ass. Fuck yeah. yeah. Boom. That was good. That was a very good pick. The, and, I mean, not quite as good as the movie that we watched last week with the same <laughs> name, but <laughs> half is entertainment, so. <laughs> well, I, on the other hand, think that we totally redeemed the name of Billy the Kid. Yeah. Yeah. So go check this book out, folks. The first trade paperback is still in print. The yeah. second one will be out in June. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where the... Um, I'm going to just assume that the second trade paperback will have the backup stories from the Buzzard. Oh, yeah. Hope I so. I don't think they would put those in the Buzzard trade paperback. I wouldn't think. You never know. Maybe maybe they're saving it for the Omnibus. Could be. 
Could be. Maybe there's an omnibus, folks. Yeah. And I, again, fingers crossed, hope that there's another one coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they clearly leave it open, so yeah. it's going to continue, and I, I hope they do soon. Because yeah. uh, I definitely want to read uh, Kyle Hotz when he's not working with Steve Niles. Yeah, yeah. That's what the other thing was that he, he did recently. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he works with Steve Niles a lot. You would appreciate it if you stopped that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get into it any more than that. Yeah. But I really like Oz. Yeah. I really like Kelly Jones. I really want to read what they work on. Yeah. And Sometimes you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Okay. Surprise, you're in for a shock in London town streets when there's darkness and fun. When you least expect me and you turn your back, I'll Hey, and welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hello. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm still great. That's I'm, good. I'm enjoying my Cumberland Gap mountain spring water. Really? Mm-hmm. Alrighty. It's from uh, the Cumberland Gap. 
No, it's from Middlesboro, Kentucky, uh, which is like right next to where my mom grew up in Kentucky. Does that make the water any better? It makes it. Uh, I don't know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's probably better than Kettering Town oh, water. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's weird that uh, when I first moved here. Uh, oh man, I did nothing but bitch about how the tap water tasted here. Mm-hmm. And yet now I've completely grown accustomed to it. I'm, I, I can't tell a difference. And in fact, literally this is Kettering tap water. Oh, okay. I've just, right. I keep refilling this, but right. yet yesterday this was Cumberland Gap spring water. Right. Today it's Kettering tap water in the same bottle. But I can't tell the difference. I'm, I'm sure it's better for you though, somehow, right? What? The Cumberland Gap Spring probably Water? Probably not. No, probably no. not. Yeah. It's probably just tap water bottled. Most likely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, there's, a, there's a distinct difference between the tap water here and the tap water in, say, Beaver Creek. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like a kind of a chemical-y taste? Oh, yeah. 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 In, in Kettering. In Kettering, yeah. 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 But uh, like I said, I've totally gotten used to it now and kind of, kind of almost crave it. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah. You need a little bleach in your... And your tea and whatnot. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, really? Never? Yeah. I drink tea all the time. But it's usually <laughs> pre-bottled or pre-made. Yeah. I don't make my own tea. I just drink... Uh, That's what your servants are for. Exactly. Uh, but mostly I just uh, drink the water straight from the tap. Because mm-hmm. uh, that's what I do. I fill up a two-liter bottle of water and I down that fucker. Whoa. Yeah. Gotta be careful. I heard there was a man died from drinking too much water too fast. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like he was like, oh, it was really, yeah. it was really cold. I don't believe you. Yeah, it's no. probably one of those urban legends. It'll, yeah. it'll be, it'll be in the next Billy the Kid miniseries. All right. tie it in. So, haven't, uh, haven't seen each other in a couple of days. I haven't had any, uh, Meaningful conversations in quite a while. We didn't do our drawing night. We did not do drawing night. We uh, haven't uh, haven't really spoken to you since uh, the last episode. Really? Uh, Well, maybe just briefly. Kind of like popped into Mavericks. We had like a five-minute conversation or leave or something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, weekend without hanging out. Yeah. I'd be like the Wonder Twins if they couldn't activate. Right. Well, we're activated now. We are activated now. (laughs) <laughs> if only Gleek was here. Yeah. <sighs> Too bad we had to eat him. Yeah. Blue <laughs> Blue Monkey Soup, my yeah. favorite. <laughs> yeah, I I uh, had to I had to go to bed early Saturday night, so I couldn't do draw night. I had to get yeah. up early Sunday, so I had to go to bed late or early Sunday. Right. Yeah. We did the. Mavericks to the Gym City Comic Con. Yeah. Set up a table there and sold our wares. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you have a good day there? We did. We did. Um, we did about the same amount of money as we do at the store on a Sunday. So, right. And, and the store was also open. So. Right. So, yeah, it was good. It was worth... It wasn't as busy as last year. Like, it, we didn't do as much money, and it was, it was clearly not as many people walking around. I mean, it just yeah, never right. got as crowded as I remember it being last year. But it was a, it was a good show. Joe Jesco was there. Jesco. He pronounces it Jesco, apparently. Really? Yeah. Huh. I know. I learned that on Sunday. Huh. Twenty years of me calling him Joe Jusco. Yeah, and I'm gonna say ninety nine percent of his fans also probably call <laughs> yeah. him Joe Jusco. I had never even heard the word Jesco before Sunday. Right. Yeah. And I've heard people talk about him a lot. Yeah. Um. 
he was doing two hundred dollars sketches. Of course he was. And by eleven a.m., the show started at ten. By yeah. eleven a.m., he was already booked up for the entire day. Right. Which I is nuts. Totally imagine it. Yeah. And you know what? That's a guy that can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Uh, it's weird because uh, I want to say I had a, I had a conversation yesterday with uh, our pal uh, Matt Brassfield. Uh, one uh, about this very same subject. Really? Of uh, people charging for sketches. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, we were talking about Jeb City, because uh, I guess he was there for a couple hours uh, early he, in the day. He helped us load in. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he said he did some shopping there, too, and uh, talked to like people in the, the artist's room and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he asked me. Because uh, I, I used to do the show occasionally and uh, been to the space before, uh, like how much like people would charge for sketches, or like how much I would charge for sketches. And I'm like you know, I, I don't know that. I don't think I ever set myself up to do sketches, and if I did, I don't think I would charge for them because I'm nobody. You know, nobody gives a shit about me, and if they do, then yeah, I'm gonna give them a free sketch because uh, you know it's nice to be loved. Yeah, that's a good feeling. Uh, but you had someone like Joe Jusco, or Jusco, yeah. uh, who has been a legendary comic artist for 30, 40 years. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd say 50, 60. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ignore your retarded uh, joke. <laughs> and uh, that's a guy that can go ahead and charge $200 for a sketch. And people will pay him, yeah. obviously. And I'm sure his sketch isn't just, like, a sketch. I mean, it's probably, like, pretty Super detailed. detailed yeah. yeah. Inked and... Tones. And yeah. Maybe even marker rendering. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, uh, you know, last September, I went to a, a show up in Springfield. Like, just a tiny, tiny show. And uh, there were two artists there. Uh, Tim Seeley, the guy who does... Uh, who writes Hackslash. And, uh, then the guy who draws Hackslash, uh, Tim Seeley was charging maybe 20 bucks for a sketch. Uh, me and my friend, uh, got, like, I got my sketch from him for free, and she got her sketches for 10 bucks a piece. So he was, like, super flexible about it, and yeah. just really nice about it. The other guy, guy I'd never heard of before that day. Yeah. Uh, like $50 for a head sketch, $100 for a full body sketch, $200 for like more than one character. Wow. Uh, that's not a guy who should be charging anything. Yeah. Maybe 10, 20 bucks. Maybe Maybe 10, 20 bucks. Maybe. Yeah. 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 I mean, I can understand it because I mean, they're like looking at it like, Hey, this is what I get paid to do. Why do I, why would I use my weekend to do it for free? Right. But at the same time, like these are the people that allow you to do this for yeah, a living. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this isn't the people who sign your paycheck, literally. Right. But if they weren't there, there would be no paycheck for you. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, uh, like, like I totally understand the, like, you know, mentality of, you know, why do I want to do this for free on my day off, you know? And obviously, you know, I'm, like, like I've heard Scotty Young say on, on like, podcasts and everything that, you know, if it's up to him, he's at a convention, he's not going to do any sketches, because he doesn't want to. Right. You know? <laughs> but, uh, he does do them, and he charges, you know, 
I think like twenty dollars for a head sketch or something like that. Mm-hmm. At least maybe at one year that we went, he probably charges a lot more now. Yeah, he's he's, he's blowing up. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, uh, but he's also someone who I can see kind of deserving, you know, that kind of money for that. You know, maybe not two hundred dollars. Yeah. Like fifty dollars, maybe. You know, Michael Isaacs, uh an upper and comer type name. He's yeah, he's a quality artist. Yeah, yeah, sure. oh yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I mean, like, I wouldn't pay fifty dollars for a sketch from Scotty Young. Right, right. Um, oh yeah, I totally but, wouldn't either. But right? I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it ridiculous. Though. Oh no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you know, also, I guess if I had uh, disposable income, like, like just unlimited amounts yeah. of disposable yeah. income. Oh yeah, and sure. I have no problem. Paying, oh yeah, you know, if everything was free in this world, then yes, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. What wouldn't you spend money on? Right, right. And uh, I would like, buy the thicker toilet paper if I had right, that kind of money right, yeah, too. Yeah. <clears throat> but like you and I kind of got into it a little bit uh, at space because you have your uh, your artist trading cards. Oh that yeah, you sell. yeah. Uh, well, that I try to sell. That you try to sell. Uh, and you know me. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course. Why wouldn't you? Uh, you know, you're, you're one of my best friends and I'm, uh, I'm one of your biggest fans. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I always enjoy, uh, seeing your work and seeing you draw and, 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 and what you produce. Um, I am not going to pay, what was it, $3? Three dollars? Three dollars? Or two for five? Or two for five? <laughs> they are completely full color. They are full color. <laughs> They're colored in marker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On, on these, uh, uh, thick ass, uh, trading card sized pieces of cardboard. Right, right. Uh, yeah. I'm on, that's, that's, that's a bit much. Three dollars? Oh. Yeah. It's, I swear each one took me 30, 40 minutes to do. Yeah, I'm sure they did, but, uh. <laughs> My time is valuable, sir. <laughs> Um, no, I would, yeah, I, I totally admire you for trying. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally wouldn't pay that. Yeah, I, I'm, I know they're not going to sell ever, but right. I, I'd honestly rather give them away than sell them for like a buck or two dollars. Cause, cause then people would like, like, oh, I've, I feel trapped at this guy's table, but here, here's something that's a dollar. I'll just buy it for a dollar. Yeah. 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 Take it. Yeah. Fucking take it. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather just keep them around. Right. And give them, give them away, you know, for stocking stuffers or whatnot. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Joe Juice, Jusco, Jusco, Joe Jusco, doing sketches for two hundred dollars a piece. That's a lot of money. You, did you get a chance to see anything that he was working on? I, I honestly did not leave our table. I uh, looked, I looked at the table to our left for like two minutes because I heard they had service issues for a dollar each. Right. Um. That, seriously, I was behind the table for, I got there at 8 in the morning, and I left there at 7 at night, and I was behind the table the whole time, other than the pee and run to Taco Bell. Right, right. So it was like a full work day for you. It was more than that. I, I got up at 6 so I could be at Mavericks at 7 to load in, um, to be at the show at 8, because there was an early bird thing where you could show up at 9 right, at the right. show, even though it doesn't start till 10. So yeah... Uh, I was there all day, and then on the way home, like, luckily after I had dropped everything off and we had unloaded, 
um, I was driving, I, I borrowed Doogie's truck so we could carry like our fixtures and, and things. And, um, I was driving Doogie's truck home to his house when I heard a scraping sound and, uh, and I was like, Oh, I better pull over and see what that was. Cause it was coming from under the hood. And as I was pulling over, I heard a piece fall off of his truck. And, uh, and so I pull over and, and as I'm turning on the side street, there's clearly no power steering left. It's right. just, it's just like a bitch to like get it onto the side street. And so I go look in the street and I find this, like, uh, like if, like if you, you know, kind of spread your fingers out, it's about this, uh, this disc about the size of your outspreaded hand. Right. And, uh, and I have no idea what it is. <laughs> and I like, and it's, and it's warm. So I know it's like right off the truck. Right. And I take it back to the truck and I look under and there's like, this belt hanging down and I was like, Oh my God, what did I do? And, uh, and so I called Doogie and he's luckily he has his work van at home. So he drove over there and, uh, and yeah, it's like this, some sort of clasp that connects the, um, uh, like the fan for the, uh, radiator to the water pump. It just like sheared and like this chunk of metal just shot off of it. So it's like broken uh, luckily I literally broke down in front of a, uh, a car repair shop. Like nice. literally that's where like it happened. <laughs> like I'm wondering if they don't have some sort of like, you know, like mechanism right, in there that right, like, yeah. you know, makes Not these things. Old car. Yeah. <laughs> and they push a button and it just falls apart. Yeah. But, uh, so he's having it fixed, uh, today and, uh, I'm actually given, I get it. Tomorrow's my day off. Um, so I'm going to get up at seven in the morning to give him a ride there at eight before he goes to work. Yeah. You, you kind of owe him that. I kind of owe him that. Yeah. Well, I know I was like, should I pay for this? You know, what, you know, right. are we splitting the bill? What's going on? And he's like, no, no. He's like, it's just, it's a 15 year old truck. He's like, you didn't do anything. It just fell up, you know, just, right. I mean, literally I was driving down the road. I didn't hit a bumper and then right. it was just like, just popped off. So that's gotta be like the worst thing driving someone else yeah i felt really bad that happens yeah i felt really bad yeah i feel bad a lot i feel bad a lot you do yeah you have a lot of guilt i know i wasn't even raised catholic i was baptist you know you should at least you should stop giving a shit yeah yeah okay just stop giving a shit like right right like right now right start right now yeah i can't i give shit all the time (laughs) free shit everyone But, uh, yeah, so that's, yeah. that's, that's my day tomorrow. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna get up early and I'm gonna try to do a little drawing. And, yeah, yeah. and I gotta go to work tomorrow night. Right, right. Good luck to you. No. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Good luck to Doogie and his truck. Yeah, and, of course, of course. Yeah. And to Joe Jesco. Good luck to Joe yeah, Jesco. Yeah. Sure he had a long trip back to wherever he's from. You know, I, I just realized he could probably do one sketch and pay for the problem of with Doogie's truck. Oh, yeah. In a, and he seems like a nice guy. If he knew about this, he, oh, maybe, he, he maybe. would probably do that. Reach out to him. Okay. Yeah. I've talked to him on the internet before. Yeah. Uh, he was, seems nice. Yeah, yeah. How, how, did, uh, how did that come about? Actually, uh, I, I submitted a cover to the covered blog. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he commented on it. Huh? Right. And uh, I think I commented back and then i don't know i don't know i can't remember but he said something nice about it which i thought was awesome the uh it was a marvel uh two-in-one issue with the thing and the hulk yeah 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 and i've loved it like when i started working at mavericks is like right around the time his marvel masterpieces set came out i fucking loved those i bought like a box of them and made the set 
I loved him. They're great. Yeah. He's great. He's, He's good awesome. stuff. Good stuff. He's been like having stuff published on covered. I guess they're he all did part a Silver of, Surfer one. And yeah, yeah, I guess they're all part of like this thing that fell through, like where he was going to put out like a book of like covered Marvel covers. Oh wow, really? But like the deal fell through, so now he's he did like twenty of them. So he's just wow. like, like putting them out through. That's covers. super cool. Yeah, that's he is. Yeah, he's awesome. Yes, he are. Yes, he are. <laughs> Here's to you, Jesco. Here is to you. Mr. Jusco and, and Hoots. Yes. That's for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we can't pronounce your names. No. Hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so while I was doing that, you didn't make it to the convention. No. Did you have a good weekend at all? Uh, not right weekend. Yeah. No. Uh, didn't do anything. It's smart work. It's smart work. No. That's something. It's not really anything. You sell yourself short. Yeah, it's really Um, no, yeah, um, yeah, I didn't do my usual Friday thing, uh, I got up at 7.30 on Saturday to go, uh, get new tires for my car, which, uh, I don't like getting up that early on Saturday, yeah. it's not good <laughs> for anyone, um, I watched a couple movies. Yeah, anything good? Uh, no. No? No. Nothing. Oh, really? I remember you were talking about going to see a couple of things. Uh, yeah, I did not. Did okay. not do that. Um, well, last Wednesday, uh, my, my, my friend and I, who we normally hang out on a Friday, we, uh, had to reschedule that to last Wednesday, so we did that, and we went to see Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That's a movie. Not so great? It's not so bad. It's not so great. Okay, yours, yours, yours. I would say is the review that I've heard that falls in the middle, and I've heard two other ones: one really highly praising it, and one that hated it. Right. That's the only three I've heard. On the internets, all I have seen is absolute bile spewed at this thing. Really? People hate that movie, and I can't tell why. Yeah. Nobody's actually giving any reasons why they hate the movie. They just say it's the worst piece of shit they've ever seen. You know, a lot of times when people give no reasons, it seems like it's because they don't get it. Right. You know, and they're and they're like frustrated by that somehow. It's not a movie that you can get. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's it's pretty dumb. Yeah. Uh straightforward, you mean? Or? No, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. Okay. Yeah. Um I know that you've come over to my house here, and, and I've been playing video games, and you'll sit there and watch. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine doing that for two and a half hours, and that's Sucker Punch. Okay. You're watching a video game. I can get behind that sometimes. Sometimes that's kind of relaxing. Yeah, but but if you're a video game person, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, you've seen me do it for... Maybe 10, 20 minutes. Right. And like if, if it's gone on longer than that, you're usually doing something else. You're drawing. Right. Yeah. You know, you're keeping yourself otherwise occupied. But if you were sitting in a darkened theater watching someone play a video game for two hours, yeah, I think you'd probably uh, get frustrated with it. I mean, if it was like a Qbert uh, World Championship, maybe, yeah. and they're getting ah, scores really high. Right. But yeah, I, I uh, can see uh, The movie is very repetitive. 
because every scene in the movie is like a level of the video game. And you have your mission, and then you have to fight things, and then there's the final boss, and then they win, and then we go to the next scene. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's odd. Uh, Something different. Yeah. The music in it is super obnoxious, because it's all shitty covers of shitty songs done in a really shitty techno kind of way, and it's really loud and just headache-inducing. That doesn't sound good. Uh, everything is very orange and sepia and blurry. The action is shot uh, either in super slow-mo or super jittery cam. I heard about that. Yeah. Um, uh, it's kind of just long and, and kind of dull. Uh, that said, it's certainly not the worst movie I've ever seen. It's not even the worst Zack Snyder movie I've ever seen. <laughs> right. Yeah, it would be 300. Um, it's, uh, I'm also going to say that I think my, my opinion plays into this uh, somewhat, that uh, I think this is the first movie he's done that's not an adaptation or remake of something. Maybe uh, maybe he played a video game once, and like he wrote down every level, and he played it. Well, uh, <clears throat> I think it's like like it's his first original original idea, uh, and I say that loosely because uh, fair quotes and all. All the all the 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 fantasy elements of this are clearly from everything. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> uh, like everything that he has ever watched is like you know. Funneled into this movie. Does it, does it? Does it have a feeling of like he's ripping off a lot of things, or he's like? I think he, he's just wanting to pay homage yeah. to those things, and and that's fine. You know, like Quentin Tarantino does that with every single movie he's ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually trying to say something positive here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> because I think there's actually positive elements to this. I think that his basic idea for this is great. And I think his concept for this is fantastic. His execution is off. And I think that this being his first original movie, uh, you know, something that, that is not directly adapted from something else, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's a spectacular failure. And I would rather see a failure on this level than anything Michael Bay will ever do. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so you don't mean like a spectacular failure as in... He failed so spectacular. You mean like it's spectacular but a failure? Yes. Like that sort of thing? Okay. Yes. I gotcha. <clears throat> I would rather see, because the movie is ballsy. The movie is risky. Right. It's mainstream enough, but not mainstream. Okay. And I would definitely rather pay money to see him try and fail than Michael Bay not try and succeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it seems, you know, it seems like something different at least. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh and again, I mean, you can see all the influences that he he's wearing on his sleeve through mm-hmm. it, but you know, it's stylish enough and it's gorgeous to look at and in the end it's pretty much just, you know, hot chicks and swords. Right. You know, and you got to really, really, love that. Yeah, there's not too many ways you can fuck that up. 
but it's kind of boring and repetitive, and, it, and it's a failure, but but it's a good failure. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot like Southland Tales. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, like, it's a it's a hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That movie was such a hot mess. But I would watch it again. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I may catch this on uh, DVD. Unless, of course, the rumors I read are true, and there are 20 extra minutes that he's adding back in, because that is the last thing that Sucker Punch needs. <laughs> he needs to uh, just lose a level or two. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. How long was it? Uh, I think it was actually like two hours, but it could be trimmed by at least another half hour. It, it sounds like the kind of movie that should be an hour and a half, just yeah. like action and fun. But it wasn't. It's yeah. not an action movie, and it's uh, not a fun movie. It's not fun at all. They show you all the action in the trailer. Uh, no, no, oh, yeah, sort of, but but wow. uh, but uh, the, the the movie isn't about the action. Okay, because because the movie is actually a uh, psychological drama. Wow, so they sort of like miss like represent it and. Uh, no, no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's some of that in the trailer, but oh, most yeah. of the trailer is just like, oh my god, look at all that craziness. Yeah, uh, it's certainly not entirely action-packed, but but it's definitely not about the action. Like, that's just secondary to the plot of it. Okay. Like, like if you if you took all that stuff out over the movie, uh, like all the fantasy elements and everything, then, like, you would still have, like, the same movie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. I might eventually watch it. It's worth a rental. Yeah. It's totally worth a rental. I wouldn't, yeah, don't pay to see it on the, the big screen. I don't think I will. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know you won't, because uh, you're, you're a little pussy boy now. I am. Yeah. I, I am. Yeah. I can't think of a movie that I want to see in the theater yeah. that I've heard about. Thor? Captain America? I'll run them. I'll run them. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> All right. Uh, I also watched a couple of other movies here at the the homestead. At your crib? At my crib, uh, since I had nothing else to do this weekend. I watched a movie called Tin Men with uh, Danny DeVito and Richard Dreyfuss. Oh, that's an oldie. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Not very good. I think I've seen that when I was like 12. Yeah. That, uh, I can't imagine watching that when I was 12. I was <laughs> bored to tears and I'm 32. Yeah. Well, I think my brother had a copy of it and he's five years older than me. Right. And, uh, yeah, I don't remember it at all because I don't think I enjoyed it either. Yeah. But I was like, Danny DeVito, he's awesome. Yeah. Ruthless people. Uh, and then the other movie I watched was, uh, Who Could Kill a Child? A Child? A child. Wow. That sounds dark. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a horror movie, uh, about a couple that, uh, Takes a vacation to an island off the coast of Spain, and uh, they discover that uh, all the adults have been murdered by the children of the village. Ooh, nice. And they are the next targets. Also, not very good. Really? Ah, oh, that's too bad. It's, uh, it's a two-hour-long movie. Uh, it takes about an hour and 20 minutes for them to actually build up to that part. <laughs> Uh, and also it's, uh, like from 1976, and, uh, it's also poorly dubbed. Ooh, okay. So, yeah. it's got a lot of things going against yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Action. Then, uh, I downloaded a movie, I have not watched it yet, called Hobo with a Shotgun. I will probably talk about that in the next episode, because I'm not picking that. Oh. I, I know. Uh, see, 
I rented it from uh, the PlayStation Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, once you rent it, and it costs like eleven dollars to rent. Oh wow! Uh, but it's a uh, pre-release; like it comes out like in theaters in May, but it's available now on video on demand. Uh, you can download it, and it like I can have it on my system for thirty days, but when I start watching it, I only have twenty-four hours. To watch uh, it after that, okay. it gets deleted off of my system. Yeah, I gotcha. So I'm going to save that for when my friend comes over on Friday. Gotcha. I'm yeah. 90% sure that she really wants to see that. So. Yeah, yeah. And so I, unless you want to come hang out on Friday. Uh, but, but that's your Mexican night. That's my Mexican margarita night. Yeah. Mostly margaritas, a little bit of Mexican food. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure that Kathleen probably wants to see it too. Yeah. But uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna save that for, for Amanda. I I totally understand that. Uh, but, uh I, will, I will definitely Let me know how it is. I will so. definitely yeah. let you know how that is. Rutger Hauer, Hobo with a shotgun. <laughs> how can that not come be good? on people? Yeah, come on. Uh, it's gotta be good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it doesn't have to be. Yeah. It could be awful. Oh yeah. But it sounds like it would be fun. I hope so. Yeah. As long as it's fun. Yeah. Uh, but the movie that I'm gonna pick could be awful, and it could be fun. I'm going to pick the Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. <laughs> oh no! Is that the Nicholas Cage? Is that the Nicholas Cage? Herzog. I'll totally watch that. Fuck yeah, you will. <laughs> I I saw the original and I liked it. I've never seen the original. Okay. I've just heard about what a spectacular clusterfuck this movie is, and I've been dying to see it. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah why not? All right. They can't... Uh, you know, uh, Nicolas Cage, for me, has has changed a lot over the years. Right. Like, like, I fucking love, like, uh, early 80s Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah. And not so much lately. Yeah. But well, I th- you know, when you go out and buy... 17 castles. <laughs> it makes then, you a little uh, crazy. Uh, you go a little crazy, and then the IRS catches up with you, and then you gotta say yes to every script that comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, like, clearly, though, he's capable of awesome, like, his rolling oh, yeah. kick-ass. He was, he was amazing. Oh, great. So, yeah, I think, yeah. I think he's still capable of some awesome stuff. And I think even in those shitty movies, he's still pretty awesome in them. I liked him in Ghost Rider. Yeah, I hated Ghost Rider, but he was enjoyable enough. Mm-hmm. I, I would look forward to the sequel. Yeah, yeah. Well. Uh, but you know, like like uh, you know, like uh, like like Gone sixty seconds. You know, it, was, it was fun. You know, oh, yeah, you know, I never saw that one. It's it's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Bullet to Tony, you know. Oh, yeah. Gage driving fast. I don't like cars. Giovanni uh, Rubies. Uh, no. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah, he was awesome in Kick Ass. Uh, you know, I think he's got uh, a sort of uh, psychotic energy that he can bring. Oh yeah, to totally. That, uh, like Vampire's Kiss. Come on. Yeah, yeah. That uh, makes it worthwhile. You know, makes it worth watching. Let's hope that uh, Bad Lieutenant Protocol New Orleans is one of those. I'm I'm down. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So yeah. next, next Sunday. Probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweet. I don't think I have anything to do. Cool. I should probably maybe find out for sure, but I'm pretty sure I'm open. Yeah. Pretty sure I'm open. Bad lieutenant. Bad lieutenant. I don't, yeah. 
I watched the I watched the movie last night. Uh, I don't know if I can put this oh, in here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot more. Well, there's probably a reason I enjoyed it a lot more. I, I got this uh, uh, pretty nice stout from uh, every, every year after comic after Jim City Comic Con after a 12 hour day of yeah, dealing yeah. dealing with that. I always like go home and have a nice beer. Right, it's kind right. of my tradition. And uh, I got a Eel River um, Raven's Eye Stout. It's right. like this kind of you know warm beer that you're supposed to, you know you're supposed to drink it warm. Yeah, it sounds gross as shit. It is really good. It's really sure. good. <laughs> but uh, got, a, got, a, uh, got a little tipsy. But I, I watched uh, I watched You've Got Mail with Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks in it, and uh, and Dabney Coleman by the way, and Greg Kinnear. But uh. Except for the very end of the movie, I really liked it. Like, way more than I expected to. The ending was, you know, the complete, utterly Hollywood cheese that you would right, expect. Right. But, but, uh, yeah, like if it would have ended a little more darkly. Right. Like, uh, I thought it was really fun. It was yeah. a good movie. Yeah. But it might have been the Eel River, uh, Raven's Eye Stone. Good. <laughs> but hopefully Bad Lieutenant's better than you've got me. Yeah, I hope so. Or at least I hope that it's, uh, if it's terrible, I hope that it's a good kind of terrible. Yeah. yeah just like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened. Yeah. Yeah. And it totally could be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, to wrap things up, uh, I don't know how much I'm actually allowed to talk about this, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think the, the cat is generally out of the bag on this, mm-hmm. but, uh, our friend Matt Brassfield uh, directs uh, a television program that airs here locally uh, on the cable access. I think uh, the Miami Valley Cable Channel is where it airs. Uh-huh. And I think it also airs on the internets at uh, themonsterchannel.com. Uh, but I have a, uh, a very small recurring role in that television show, and I recorded my first big scene yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've appeared in uh, one episode prior to this uh, for roughly about 20 seconds. Right. Uh, which I basically, I, I said like four lines, and uh, that was that. Uh, this time I actually got to, to try to display some uh, comedic chops. And, nice. Uh, had like a little speech that I, that I had to improvise, and, uh, you know, uh, just have a little fun. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. What? When's it on there? I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. Uh, this is for season two, which they are currently shooting. Uh, but at this point, no air date. And what's the, what's the show called? It is called The Terrifying Tales of the Macabre with, uh, Baron Von Porkchop. Nice. And, and it's at Monster, I, I've never heard about the... Monsterchannel.com. Monster Channel, like okay. Or yeah. the Miami Valley Cable Channel. Okay. Yeah. Wow. MVCC. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I play uh, JD the Meat Man. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Like a you're like a kind of a butcher. I'm kind of a butcher. Uh, originally, like like when I thought of him, uh, like because because we had to come up with our own characters and everything, uh, I sort of uh, thought of him as uh, Leatherface, but without the uh, psychosis. Okay. Yeah, you know, just like you know uh, a butcher you know, type, but uh, you know. Like Sam the Butcher from the Brady Bunch. Kind of, but like a little more darker than that. Yeah, darker than that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but he's actually just kind of turned into sort of a, a Goodfellas type mook. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> but it could be good. Yeah, it's fun. It could be good. It's fun. I got to mispronounce words, you know, which I would normally do anyway. I have an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the character. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, we had to drive all the way out to fucking Yellow Springs for it. Uh, wait around for like an hour for uh, Brat- Matt to uh, show up. Uh, so it was just me and uh, the Baron hanging out uh, in front of uh, the public radio station in the parking lot. Right. Uh, loitering. <laughs> they just uh, didn't see uh, Dave Chappelle walking around? Did no, you? no. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Because uh, I kind of have a Dave Chappelle story. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll wrap this up real quick. Uh, yeah, so, so we drove all the way out to, you know, the 30 minute drive out to Yellow Springs for basically 10 minutes worth of shooting. Yeah. <laughs> 30 minutes each way. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, go ahead with your, uh, Dave Chappelle story. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, that is the other thing I forgot about. You've got mail. Dave Chappelle was in that movie? Oh. And it was so bizarre to see, there's a scene that's just Dave Chappelle and Tom Hanks, like, walking, walking and talking together. Right. And Dave Chappelle plays this, like, executive, and it was the weirdest casting I have ever seen it. I mean, it was just, like, first of all, him as, like, this executive, it's just, like, it's downplaying his talents, because, I mean, he right, was, like, right. not funny, he was, like, very straight-laced, he was, like, the straight man, like, right, Tom, right. Tom Hanks was funny in the scene. And, and... It was just so weird to see those two together. It was like, right. it'd be like watching Sting and like the bass player from Manowar like, you know, jam <laughs> together. It was just like, it was almost like off I don't off-putting. think they jam together because Sting himself is a bass player. Well, they could noodle it up together. <laughs> Eight strings of low end action. <laughs> but it was, it was just like, I don't know. I was like, this is, it was like funny at first that just to see him there. And then that was just weird. And then I was awkward. And I was like, this is the weirdest, the weirdest pairing of. It was kind of odd. Yeah. It was really strange. Huh. And they just, they, I mean, Dave Chappelle, it seemed like, you know, he just wasn't doing anything that he's great at doing. Right. You know, he was just, you know, it's like, you know, using your iPhone to hammer in a nail, you know, right, it's just, right. it was so weird. How's my Dave Chappelle story? <laughs> so I, I guess I guess, uh, I guess we're done. Or did you have another Dave Chappelle story? I, I, I didn't have another one. I had a oh, Dave yeah. Chappelle story. Well, 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 another in addition to the one. I just <laughs> had. Uh, my boss was uh, my boss. You know, he lives in Cincinnati because that's where we work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was up here in Dayton, I think, uh, two Saturdays ago. Uh, they went to uh, the Green, uh, the, the the giant outdoor mall uh, near my house here. Uh, they went to the uh, Mongolian barbecue grill there. Some fine diner. Yeah, they were walking around to the different shops around the area. Oh, pardon me. I guess it was uh, him, his wife, uh, one of his daughters, and like someone else. They were, like all just kind of walking around the sidewalk here. And uh, he said he was walking down the sidewalk, and he sees a guy uh, wearing a hoodie that is, like, pulled completely tight around his face. <laughs> and, like, the guy's looking down, and, like, my boss saw it, and he's like, why does that guy have his hoodie just, like, so tight around his face? And then as he got closer, he, he saw the guy's face. And then, like, like, as they passed, my boss was like, hey, Dave! 
And then, like, the guy stopped and turned around and looked at him. He was like, what's up? And then kept walking. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard he shops at the green. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I know a guy that works at the books company there, and he said he was just shopping at books and company the day that uh, George Bush's daughter was going to be there. Uh-huh. And, and, uh, and he said that he, uh, he was like, what? She's going to be here? And he just like, he bought one of the books and like got in line just so he could like <laughs> say something weird to her. Right. And I thought that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He lives like half an hour from. Right. He lives in yeah. the Yellow Springs. Yeah. Hippieville. Yeah. Hippieville, USA. Fuck that place. Do you think there's a lot of, there's a lot of weed around there, probably. I imagine. I'd imagine so. I would imagine. With him and the hippies, yeah. 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 It could be, could be a bit. I wouldn't go there if I didn't have to. I love going there. Brassfield needs to find a set closer to Kettering. Other than the Witch's Tower. Uh, other than the Witch's Tower. <laughs> he needs to find a stage set so yeah. that he can shoot his show. So that uh, the Baron and I don't have to drive forty minutes out of our way to to film for five minutes. Like they should, they have some extra rooms in the back of Game Swap. They should totally do one up. I told him he should do that. Yeah. But, uh, he keeps saying something about the owner. <laughs> whatever. He's the manager. He can do whatever he wants. Seriously. All right. I got to pee. I've never heard a better reason to end the show. All right. Then. <laughs> uh, so next week. Bad Lieutenant Protocol, New Orleans. All right. Fuck yeah. Nick Cage. Caging it up. You know, he's named after a comic book character. I know that. Nova. Yep. Good night. Good night. You can subscribe to Gutter Trash at iTunes or directly at guttertrash.net. If you go to iTunes, please leave us a review. You can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. For more info, you can find us on Facebook. Or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net. Listen to our sister podcast, League Night, at league.guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening. Until next time.